Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee with the Stock Geek. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Friday, July 8th, 2022. We are headed into the weekend, and today's episode will be the final one of the first week of this podcast. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who has tuned in this first week. Your support means the world to me. I'm going to continue to do my best to make this podcast better and better and better as we go forward. Checking in on markets this morning, stocks are up a little bit. We see a continuation of the rally in some of the growth stocks like Roblox and Chewy and Coinbase and others. We do have some early losers as well, though. We've got GameStop down with news that they're going to be replacing their CFO. We see Twitter down due to that deal with Elon Musk being in potential jeopardy. It does look like Elon Musk still wants to try to back out of the Twitter deal. So we've got Twitter trading at about a 30% discount to his offer. And we see commodities overall pretty stable and flattish today. We see government bond yields up a little bit. The big news this morning was the U.S. non-farm payroll data, the unemployment data that came out. And it did show, actually, that the U.S. economy added about 372,000 jobs in June. And those were better than market forecasts and in line with the past couple of months. So we don't yet see any weakening in the U.S. job market, according to these numbers. In fact, the unemployment rate remains at 3.6%, a very low level. That initially made the market go down this morning because the market's going to be concerned about the Fed continuing on their aggressive rate hiking path, you know, without any change in the employment numbers. The Fed will be emboldened to continue hiking rates aggressively as they try to deal with the inflation problem. But the markets did rally a little bit after that, so we do see the the market up currently a little bit. Uh, Yesterday, the indices also finished up. Commodities were up as well, starting to bounce a little bit after that nasty sell-off. We saw a little bit of a return of the meme stock trade with GameStop and Best Buy, or I'm sorry, uh, Bed Bath Beyond, not Best Buy. Their tickers are very similar. (laughs) Bed Bath Beyond is BBBY and and Best Buy is BBY. <laughs> but in any case, we did see GameStop, Bed Bath Beyond, AMC. Those stocks were up yesterday. Like I said, we also saw the growth stocks doing pretty well. We saw a recovery in some of the energy stocks. And we also saw some software names doing pretty well yesterday as Avalara, a software company, was rumored to be an acquisition target by Vista Equity Partners, the private equity firm. So that could be a potential deal coming down the pipe. We have seen private equity like Tama Bravo already take several companies in the software sector private this year as valuations have come down a lot. We also got earnings from Levi's yesterday. They did beat revenue and earnings expectations. So at least some brands are still seeing pretty good results overall and reflecting a, a healthy consumer for the brands that are doing well. And it's going to be very interesting to see how the winners and losers pan out in retail over the next few weeks and months as we get more earnings reports. On the negative side, Upstart did miss their revenue and earnings guidance. This is an AI-powered lending platform, and they're seeing some issues with credit markets creating headwinds for their business currently. Speaking of financials, we do have the big banks starting to report earnings next week, so we're going to be watching that very closely. And the banking stocks have been down over the past couple of months, so they're going to be headed into this earnings reporting season with lower share prices. So that could be an opportunity if they report good results to see some improvements in stock prices and see some positive surprises potentially. But they could also come in and tell us that you know they see credit trends weakening and they're taking provisions for credit losses in the future. That could also be an outcome. So it'll be very interesting to see what they have to say about the state of the economy as, as they see it from the banking side next week. 
Next week, of course, I'll mention again, we do have the big June CPI inflation data coming out on Wednesday. The market will be very, very focused on that. And there's been some whispers that that could again print a new high at around 9%. Some of the data that flows into the CPI lags, like the housing pricing data does lag. So we may not see the full benefit of the reduce gas prices and energy prices that we've had in the last couple of weeks, we may not see that flow into CPI for a while. So the CPI numbers could remain very elevated. And that could, of course, mean that the Fed continues to remain very aggressive on the rate hiking path. As I said yesterday, the markets are still pricing in a 90% plus probability that the Fed is going to hike at least 50 to 75 basis points. So that is obviously one headwind for this potential market still going forward. Other major morning news, we saw uh, Spirit Airlines delay their vote on their Frontier deal. So that's kind of an interesting M&A situation. Spirit was going to be acquired by Frontier, but then JetBlue came in with a higher offer, and they're fighting it out with uh, various shareholders, obviously trying to fight for a higher offer. But Spirit actually wants to do the Frontier deal, even though it's a lower offer. Kind of a strange situation there. And... On other news as well, unfortunately, on the political front, we had some sad news that Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was assassinated last night. Uh, Moving on from that, uh, we don't have really a whole lot of individual company news today other than what we've just talked about, but I do think we'll have a big pickup in announcements as we go into next week and the weeks after. So, This podcast has been pretty short in terms of episodes this week. We are going to have a lot more to talk about in the coming weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, Checking in on some of the stocks we've talked about this week, you know, Blue Apron's still making a run. It's up again today. Uh, At one point, I think it was up 10%. It's up about 7% now, so that's one we've talked about. Um, I've been doing some work on the real estate sector. Interestingly enough, we've had reports out of Las Vegas today that Las Vegas home prices are down from May to June. And that's the first time, I think, since April of 2020. So that's been a hot market, but it does look like it's cooling pretty fast. And we have seen other reports out there over the past couple of weeks that some markets have slowed. I think the Austin market as well, which has been one of the hottest real estate markets, is seeing growing listing numbers and weaker activity and some cooling off of prices. So it's going to be interesting to monitor. You know, there's still pretty thin inventory levels across a lot of these markets, but if rates continue to rise and affordability continues to take a hit, you know, there's a lot of a lot of expectation out there that the real estate market could continue to roll over, and that's a pretty big part of the overall economy. You know, it flows into all sorts of things from materials usage to labor to, you know, employment in those sectors, obviously, and so that's going to be a, a key area to watch as as far as potential weakness in the overall economy. And um, I do, I'm doing some work because a lot of the stocks in that sector from the home builders like Lennar and Pulte, which are trading at like four times current earnings to some of the real estate tech plays like Redfin and Open Door down, you know, over 70% in the past six months. So there's going to be opportunity there, uh, even if we go into a weaker cycle for a while. So it's really all about trying to get up to speed on some of those areas. So I'll have more to say there. We'll have hopefully some more deep dives in that sector on some of these future podcast episodes. And if you have any particular stocks within that sector, within the real estate sector, you'd like to see me cover, then definitely let me know on Twitter at StockGeekTV. Well, that about wraps it up for today. Again, a pretty short one here, but we'll have a lot more to talk about in the coming weeks. I just want to say thank you again to everyone who's tuned in here in the first week of this podcast. Let me know if you've got any feedback, anything else you want me to cover in the future, and have a great rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers.